shovel rocks and put them in the back of the parking lot. <laughs> but... <laughs> that was so hard. <laughs> oh. Dude, I've I've a ton of memories from we, we worked out like two weeks or something. I have so many memories about that. That was a good time, man. Remember you when you killed that frog? Yeah. Oh, I totally remember that. Who was with us? I forget his name. Oh. Um, Nick, you can get going right away. Sweet. All right. Welcome to episode seven of Man Talk presented by Jibu Boys. I am with my co-host, Mike McKeg. Mike, how are you doing? Hey, what's up? Doing good. That's good. And uh, with us to get today, as uh, hopefully you know, we got us with now the all-time leader in guest appearances on this show. We got Alex Burns with us. What's up, Burns? Yo, 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 what I do, baby? <laughs> all right. Were you working on that intro wait, all wait. week, Burnsy? Oh, buddy, I tried. I said that in the mirror so many times to nail it perfectly, so I think I did it. Paddle boy. Um, well, yeah, welcome to the episode. Thank you. Uh, I think we got to put this out there. We got to be honest with our listeners. We're going to pull an audible. Um, this is a little awkward because Mike threw it on me. Mike, you want to talk about the audible we're pulling? Um, yeah, I made a bit of a boo-boo, but... <laughs> That's, that's okay. Um, we make mistakes, especially us. We yeah. make a lot of mistakes. So, no, but all it is is, uh, boys, nothing big. Um, we just said last week that we were going to talk about the story of David and we were going to talk about how, um, you know, how David was a man of God and how he wasn't a man of God. So we're just going to con- kind of contrast the life of David and compare the life of David. You know, how is he a man compared to the, the big man, the God man, Jesus? Um, but actually, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the life of uh, Noah instead. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, we just kind of wanted to make that change. I thought it'd be kind of cool. You know, we already did Adam. Like, let's just go to the next big man of faith, which is Noah. And then maybe we can keep working through and we'll get to Abraham and like other um, big faith characters. And eventually we'll get to David at some other time. I just thought we'd do it that way. So sorry, boys, but that's uh, what we're doing today. I'm sure they'll forgive you, but... Uh... Before we get there, Bernsey, uh, live sports returned this weekend, eh? Dude, I was so pumped. Yeah, in uh, case our listeners or Mike, you had, didn't catch this, uh, Bundesliga, the, the top league in Germany, soccer league, returned. So we finally got some live sports. Bernsey, you watched some games over the weekend. Yeah, I uh, I was in a, a meeting Saturday morning when it first started so i didn't catch any of those games but then on sunday uh, my favorite team bayern munich was playing so it was it was really good to see those guys and just have have live sports again yeah um with the the best canadian soccer player on the planet right now off alfonso davies giving him a shout out just a beast he looked good on sunday morning uh he sure did and obviously there's a big difference between the normal games there's no fans how like how do you like watching soccer with no fans it was it's just weird like hearing them yell out in German all the time like yelling at each other so that that got a bit of you know t- took me by surprise but honestly it, w- it was kind of rusty at the beginning you could tell these guys weren't in like tip top shape but towards the end they were they were looking pretty good so I'm I'm excited when this is continuing to be back to normal now the the funniest thing I found is like I never realized like the ref makes a call and then the team that like it 
call goes against, you just hear all 11 guys just scream at the ref. <laughs> and, like, you just don't hear that with the fans because the fans are so loud. You don't – but the players just rip into the ref. Yeah. Kind of take That's it That's a back. tough job. Yeah. Um, and also, I will say – Live golf was back on Sunday yesterday. That little driving relief or whatever, little two-on-two skins game, I, I enjoyed watching that as well. Okay. Um, other sports news. We'll, we'll pull Mike into this. This is a hockey conversation now, so Mike, you can participate. Uh, did you guys see what the, the NHL and the NHLPA are making progress on the playoff format? The 2014? Yeah, How do we feel about that? Well, Ottawa won't be in it. Um, (laughs) No, but I'm hoping that they just, I'm hoping that honestly, they just cut right to just say, like, I just want the draft order to be, because I'm all about the draft, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care about the playoffs, you know? So I just want the draft order to be set. I currently like where Ottawa's sitting. Like, they're not going to finish last because Detroit's already, like, they've pretty much locked up last place. So for Ottawa to be second, sitting second, and then you got San Jose third last, like, I think Ottawa having the second, and third pick would be or second and third best probability of getting first pick. Um, I think that's the best place for Ottawa to be. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I just care about the draft order. I don't care about the playoffs. You guys can talk about the playoffs. <laughs> All right. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think, I don't know. There was uh Oh, like a few teams on the bubble of getting in. And I, I just think like 24 may be a bit too much. I was reading an article. I forget what it was on. I don't think it's like a super reliable source, but it was like Montreal had like a 0% chance of getting in the playoffs. And now like with a 24 team format, like they'd be in. So like stuff like that where teams don't deserve to be in. I'm not a fan, but honestly, I just want hockey. So if this is the only way to make it happen, then I'm all for it. Yeah. You, you know, it'd be crazy if Montreal just went on a run and won the cup. <laughs> Carry Price just gets so hot and then just carries them. Yeah, like that'd, that'd be, be insane. But yeah, no, I've, I yeah, I just want uh, I just want some hockey to be played. And honestly, if this is what makes it come sooner, then let's go. Yeah. So yeah, do you guys see anything else? And sports news is kind of slow, so we can't really talk about it. But any any anything else you guys seen on this, on the news? Uh, I I was looking at the MLB's proposing like an 82 game season that starts on July the 4th. So that, that might be something that happens, which will be good. Well, were, were they saying anything about fans? Um, I don't remember anything. I assume it would be without fans, mm-hmm. but I'm and, not too sure. Uh, hub cities or everyone just plays in their own city. That's the part where I don't think there's anything talked about yet with, with mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, I saw I saw in hockey that uh, they're pushing for Vegas to be a hub city because mm-hmm. they can, like, they can just get a resort that is just for the everyone, so everyone stays in the same resort, and then the the rink is like five hundred meters away. That'd be pretty smart. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll come to a decision soon. So, yeah. Well. Uh, we are talking about Noah, and uh, two summers ago, we can tie this in really well. We, uh, oh, I like the three it. of us boys, went on a pretty fun adventure. Uh, Mike or Burns, you want to fill us in on this adventure we went on that can connect right back to Noah? 
Well, you know what? We went to we went to Burnsy's home province, Kentucky. Home state. Um, <laughs> home state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, so home state, Kentucky, Florence, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so so we took Burnsy home and we happened to there's Kentucky somewhere. There's uh well, yeah, I don't even know really. Oh, well, it's near Cincinnati, like what, 45 minutes outside of Cincinnati. Yeah, but in Kentucky. But in Kentucky. Yeah, Northern Kentucky. Built, okay, Northern Kentucky. All right. They built this um, life-size uh, Noah's Ark, um, right, honestly, in the middle of nowhere. Um, but, but they built it. Um, and I just remember this. I just remember uh, when we came home from that trip. It's so funny because um what it's called i guess the place is called the ark encounter you can look it up uh, if you just googled the ark encounter you'd find it in kentucky people built this thing and when we're coming home like Burnsy said something to the border guard the canadian border guard they're like you know they always ask what you're doing right they always ask like why and you were driving the car and they asked you oh what were you doing you're like oh we were in kentucky um what were you guys doing there oh we went to go see the ark and the guy's like what? Like, yeah, Noah's Ark. And he's like, they found that there. And Bird just said, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Alex just said, yep. And then like, asked. like I, I don't, I don't remember that. But okay. <laughs> Mike's putting words in Bernsey's mouth. <laughs> no, I, I think I remember you just saying, yep, they found it there. And like, that was the conversation. Like the guy was probably so confused. But that's what we did. That's all you remember from that so. trip, Mike? Anything what I remember from that no, trip? Like that's that's the biggest thing that stuck out of you for that trip? No, no, that's not the biggest thing. The biggest thing that stuck out to me was uh getting the speeding ticket. <laughs> Mike was in such a rush to see the arc. <laughs> that was no, it was going oh, home. Well, it was going home? Okay. Yeah, I was going home. Yeah, it was going home. Um so we bought uh like the Friday night we had a campsite, right? Um, so, or, well, we had, okay, so the trip worked, we left Friday, because what is it, is it like a seven hour drive to eight. Cincinnati from where we are? Eight hours. Uh, seven, I thought seven. Okay. okay, maybe the Cincy might be seven, but I don't know let's say, let's say seven and a half. Yeah. Um, so seven and a half hour drive, like we went through, like we went through Detroit. That's how we crossed at Windsor and Detroit. Um, so we went, we went that route and then, uh, did we go that route? No, or maybe we crossed it. Anyways, yeah. I can't remember. Okay, so then, so the first night, it was actually, I was actually worried about getting to the campsite on time because we had to get there before 9 p.m. Um, so then, and we switched drivers. Like, it was my parents, um, it was my parents' car, but we switched drivers and Nick was driving. And I told Nick, I'm just like, hey, like, we got to make this campsite in time for nine. I'm like, you know, you have, you, like, I've given you all authority to, you know, drive, like, to get our ETA down to nine o'clock on our GPS. Like, I'm giving you authority to, like, you know, you know, drive a little faster, you know. And uh, so, so Nick was, you know, Nick was driving a, a good clip, but I, I didn't think it was anything unreasonable. And, like, and, and Alex, you're a pretty fast driver, too, like, because you're used to driving, you were used to driving BMWs all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, so we got there. We got there on time. We, like, we got there before nine o'clock. We got checked into this campsite. Okay, like that's fine. And then the next day we saw the ark, which we'll probably talk about more. But I'm just going to talk about speed. So the next day we saw the ark. 
and uh, we had a fun afternoon too, and like evening, because um, we kind of invented some, like we just I don't know saw a baseball game randomly. That was pretty fun. And uh, yeah, that was pretty fun. And then and then the uh, oh, and then when we came home on the Sunday, then I was driving, and we were we changed states. Like we were in Ohio now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then just, and then like, I'm driving the same speed. Like, I think we've been driving all weekend and this, uh, and this cop, like he, he like, he, he lasered us. He got us with a, the laser. Um, so that meant that I didn't have to pass him in order for him to catch me. Like he saw me coming, you know, maybe 500 meters behind him, like going, I don't know. Was well, it? I remember Mike, you said 80? I was caught. The speed limit was it was either 60 or 70 miles per hour. And he says, I, I only yeah. pull people going, I only pull over people who are going 12 over. And he's like, You're going 12 over. So you're going either 72 oh, or yeah. 82. Oh. So I think the speed limit, if I remember correctly, I think the speed limit was 70 miles per hour. And I think we were going 80. Yeah, that's what he told you. Uh, yeah. So then, but it's funny because then he says, he, so the ticket was maybe like 150 US dollars. Um, and like he didn't, he didn't deduct us anything. Like he didn't say, well, first of all, he kind of freaked me out because like I was driving in the far lane and he came right out into the center and he like very seriously, like actually American police officers, they're kind of scary. Like he actually came out into the center and he like, with his arm, he's like, get over here. So then, like, I get over, and Nick was actually sleeping in the back with this woke <laughs> up, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, like, enough so you could catch that, that I was going 12 over. Um, so then so then, then he tells me, and he says this weird comment, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I pull over a lot of Canadians. <laughs> and, like, there was literally, when he pulled me over, like, there were, like, two or three other cars that pulled over with me like Americans, but like he went right for me. It's like, they were all driving the same speed as me, but then he just like takes yeah. us because we have like Canadian plates. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. So that ticket was like, maybe when you converted to Canadian dollars, it was maybe like, I think I remember being like 250 oh, bucks or something. Geez, that hurts. Yeah. So but that's okay. That was literally, actually, that was probably like the price, the cost of the trip the weekend was like yeah, $200. Yeah, that was nice and cheap. So it was like, yeah, it was a, it was a cheap trip until that, <laughs> until that minor. <laughs> it was a treat, cheap trip for me and Bernsey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, you have a, we have a great um, story to tell now, Mike. So. Yeah. Well, now it's told. So. <laughs> it's in the archive. <laughs> All right, we want to um, want to dive it, or we yeah. got another story or something. No, like honestly, there's a lot of in that week, and I think we might be able to spread that out over this. Uh, might be able to spread out the stories over this like whole like Noah series sure. we're doing. But it might be possible as we talk about Noah, it might be like, hey, remember? Because we learned a lot of cool things at the Ark oh, encounter yeah. that I think be useful for this. Uh, this yeah, podcast like the the Ark was. Like when you read uh, Genesis, Genesis, it like God lays out, make the boat this long, this wide, and like they did that to a T. So like, and you could go inside, and they had all kinds of like facts and 
they like kind of showed us how they would uh keep the animals and stuff like that so it was how long did we spend in the morning? We spent probably like four or five hours just walking around the ark. At least. Yeah, you could spend a lot of time just walking through the ark, like all the information they had. Um, it was maybe a little bit, um, it was like, because we couldn't fill our entire day with it. That was the one thing that, uh, I guess, I don't know if that surprised me, but it was like we, you know, our morning from what, nine to one to like yeah. we were there. Um, like we packed that morning and like we got our tickets worth and then like, and then we found fun things to do in Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. So that like, really, I mean, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I think no, it was definitely a good week weekend. Yeah. Um, so Genesis six though, uh, do we want to, how do we want to, do we want to read this? Like we'll read some of it, talk about it and then share so, Bernsey, you can read. Uh, why don't we we split up into about three chunks here? Um, Bernsey, you can read, and we'll talk after each person has read. So, Genesis six, verse five to ten, you can read that, and then uh, Nick can read eleven to uh, the end of sixteen. And then I can read 17 to 22. Right. Sounds like a plan. We'll do that. So if, if Bernsey reads his section first, and then we'll talk about, um, then we'll talk about it. Okay. And see what we're, because we're looking to figure out what, uh, who, uh, like, we're looking at, you know, Noah's character. How is he a man of God? How maybe he wasn't a man of God? Try to figure that out. So, Bernsey, you can, uh, you can start All us right. off. So Genesis chapter six, starting at verse five, the Lord saw yeah. how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth, the human race I have created and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay. Cool. So what do we learn there about Noah, guys? Uh, in just in verse eight, that's kind of when it starts. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So during this time when everyone was um, evil, it says all the time through their thoughts and through their actions. Um, Noah was kind of the guy that stood out for them and and walked with the Lord, as it says. Yeah. Hey, Bernsey, do you remember at the Ark you had, like, I remember of all three of us that you were very captivated by this uh, genealogy thing where it showed, because in, in these days, like, everyone's living, like, so long, yeah. right? Um, like, so, like, hundreds and hundreds of years, people people's lifespans are. And, uh, and, and we believe that. Like, we believe that before this flood, like, we believe 
in this flood is an actual event that happened. And, uh, and so people like they lived for such a long time and you looked at across at the genealogy and like, it's interesting to me, like, what did we notice? I think we first were kind of surprised, like, was Adam and Eve, like, were they still like alive at the same time as Noah? Like there is their paths kind of like. I, uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think Adam was around when Noah was around just because like it says Adam lived 800 years, which is like, if you think about it, like that's a long time, but then it kind of, or sorry, it says Adam lived 930 years, then he died. And then it kind of goes through the genealogy of other people living like Seth, his son lived 912 years, Enosh 905 other guys live in like, that long so i don't necessarily think adam was around in the time of noah but like it okay just like reading how long these guys lived for like so many generations of guys living to almost a thousand years um people i don't know i used to think that um during this time it was only like a couple hundred years until or since adam was on the earth but in fact like a lot of time um went by and actually i i have a picture on my phone um, from the ark that we went to, um, with, uh, estimations of the population on the earth. And, um, basically it ranges from 147 million to 20 billion people on the planet at this time. So it, wait, sorry, can you say that again? So 147 yeah, million? That's, if it's 1.1% growth per year of the population, then that adds out to be 147 million but then if it's mm -hmm. just 1.4 percent growth per year then it goes all the way up to 20 billion so that's yeah that's a lot of people and i think yeah and i think I, if i remember correctly at the arc i think they kind of made an argument too that like the growth rate would have actually been like higher um at that time than it would be today um perhaps just because of like I don't know, technological advancements with like birth control or stuff. I'm not exactly sure what their argument was, but um, yeah. So they thought the growth rate could have actually been large. So you're talking around this time that Noah, so the God says, Hey, he looks at the earth and he's like all these people, it's filled with wickedness, right? Uh, every thought they have, it's wicked. It's terrible. Um, and you're saying that, you know, it's not just a few hundred people that are on the planet at this time. Like we're talking you know, at the lowest, like we're talking millions at the lowest, probably upwards, probably we've cracked the billion mark of people, yeah. right? And of, of all those people, um, Noah was the only one that stuck out to God. So that, that kind of just shows that he wasn't really interested in, you know, following what everyone else did, but he understood who God was and he committed his life to following him, which I think is pretty cool. Like there, there are times... Yeah, there, like how could you be the sorry i'm just gonna say like there, there are times now that um like we get encouragement from like our church or encouragement from pastors all over the place but like if you think about it noah didn't really have that he basically had like his family and that's it yeah okay nick you got mm -hmm. something to add i think to you that? guys covered it pretty much as along the lines like you think peer like we have peer pressure bad or you think our social or like uh you think our society is far from God? Like imagine trying to be Noah. That's just what I keep on thinking. So 
Yeah. Well, and here's another thing too, like, you know, you can't like these people in Noah's day, you know, like in, like Moses was the guy that, you know, he gave people the law, like at least like, like though, like a, you know, Moses was gave people the law, at least to reveal people's sins. Like these people, they didn't even have the law to know like how, like what's right and what's wrong. Like all they had was probably like, out of their own, maybe like guilt and like inner conviction, mm-hmm. right. To know like right and wrong. Like there was no, there was no law at that time. Um, but I guess Noah learned what maybe was right and wrong just by, um, it says here, um, by being in close fellowship yeah. with God, um, walking with him. Um, so it, and actually, okay, there's a question I got here. So it says, uh, in my translation, it says, Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time. Huh. Like that's, so Noah was righteous and blameless. Like, how could that be? That seems like a big statement. Like someone's blameless, you know? Yeah. I think like important thing is like, uh, even though it says that like he wasn't without sin, but I think because he, uh, um, I think he just was in fellowship with God and he was the only one. So that that's what made him blameless in God's eyes. I don't know, Burns, you got something about that? No, I, yeah, it doesn't really give much specifics, but I'd, I'd say it's along those lines. Yeah. So, okay. So the next guy, um, so following, like, I'm just, just thinking like there's the following Noah, the next big guy, the next big man of God is Abraham. And like that guy's known for his faith, but I'm thinking like Noah had quite a bit of faith well, too. If God tells you to build a boat in the middle of a, and you're not close to the to water, like you got to have massive faith. Mm. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, so, yeah. So I think Noah was, you know, it just blows my mind here. You're reading, I'm reading this, you know, Noah was a righteous man, blameless. Well, how could he be blameless? You know, but I think it was his faith and that made him righteous that made him right with God. And it does talk about that in Hebrew in Hebrews in chapter 11, right? Like gives like a record of all these people who had faith. And it's like, these people were saved for faith were made righteous because of their faith. So I think like Noah's just right in that same category is it's his faith that made him right with God. Um, so, and yeah, so, okay. Uh, we'll keep, uh, oh, and we also learned though that Noah is a, so he's walking right with God, but we also learned that Noah was a father mm-hmm. and had three sons. We'll make a plug. That's how you're going to sell it? No, 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 no. Okay. And also for uh, anyone out there listening who um, really likes good music, I've been creating a playlist for the past um, like year um, for different music that, uh, that the boys we like to listen to. Um, I find that nowadays the radio and... Um, all the popular artists are filled with um you know not yeah like i'm sure 
over half Violence. the people on the radio today probably aren't aren't in line with um our vision of manhood like i don't really think drake really cares about investing eternally too much you know so i've been making this playlist um full of really good um hip-hop rap songs um that if you are <clears throat> if you're listening to you know secular music that kind of um you know changes your mindset there's actually a song on the place about that i'll let you find that but um i just encourage anyone who maybe is looking for some more new music um go check it out um it's only on spotify spotify premium it's literally just called jivu boys so if you're um wanting new music look that up i am constantly um adding new songs to it as i find it so uh yeah i'd really encourage anyone who's looking for that to uh to go on spotify and check that out well done thank you we could, dude. We could be like, and now yeah, a message nice, from nice our sponsors, and then Burnsy. So yeah, let me uh, pick it up at verse eleven. Yeah, you want to yeah. pick up at. What do you want 11? me to go to sixteen and a sixteen? Uh, yeah, and yeah, end of sixteen right. would be great. Verse eleven. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them out, them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide and 45 feet high leave an 18 inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat lower middle and upper hmm. yeah so when we went to the so all those descriptions about the ark there um when we went to when we went to visit the ark like that in in kentucky not the real ark. Uh, <laughs> So when we went to go visit the ark, like it was built with those dimensions and it had the lower, middle and upper decks. Um, and it had the door on the one side too. Um, but something, I'm just going to say what, uh, what caught my attention here um, in verse 13. I don't know if it used the same, I wasn't paying attention when Nick read that. I don't know if his uh, wow. translation, yeah, sorry. I don't know if his translation used the exact same uh, word but um it said so god said to Noah, i've decided to destroy destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence and i just remember burns you taught me this and i've thought about this quite a bit you taught me um months back about the hebrew word uh oh tohu tohu i'm not even sure if i'm saying it right <laughs> Okay, tohu wabohu, baby. So if I'm right, that means that means formless and void, or formed yeah, and filled, something like that. Filled, something along those lines. Okay, so that there, so that's what God did: is He formed the earth, then He filled the earth, is what you explained to me one time. Um, and then uh, God's command to people is um, is to be fruitful and multiply, so that multiply. Um, makes me think of filling 
you're he's like god's asking you hey see how i like have filled the earth will you go out and you continue to fill the earth but then these people they say it says here like god's now he's not happy and he says i've decided to destroy all living creatures for they have filled the earth with violence it's like those the i've filled the earth with these living creatures but then they filled the earth with violence so i just thought that was interesting how that word filled was used there um because I like that, what Bernsey taught me, the tohu wapohu. Um, okay, so, okay, so you get this command. So what happens here? What happens here, Nick? Like, what'd you just read? Like, um, give us a quick summary. Well, God let Noah in to his plan, I guess. Um, and then told him the dimensions on which to build the boat. And uh, I guess gave Noah the opportunity, like, Imagine, I just always think, like, if I was in Noah's position, would I build this boat? Like, I think it, hmm. you got to be, like, firm in your faith to know and to understand that, like, he's going to be ridiculed so hard for this. Like, he's just going to be made fun of. But I think this is, like, even though it says before, like, Noah was a righteous man, like, I think the action of building the boat really shows us that he was a man of God. Hmm. Okay. So, so he, God gives him instructions to build this boat. Okay. So that makes me think, you know, we got our, we got our vision of manhood, reject passivity, accept responsibility, lead courageously, invest eternally. So it's like, um, and you know, when we talk about accepting responsibility, there's three things you got um, your, work to do your will to obey and your woman to love and protect, which Noah did have a wife um, uh, and three, and three, three sons. And there's really a sign like in that day, I think people um, they had, they would have multiple wives, but it looks to me, there's no sign of Noah having another wife. Like he's, he's devoted to this one woman. Um, and, uh, and so you got, Anyway, so the so I would just like to talk about that. So so Noah's kind of given a responsibility here, and you said that Nick, you said that Noah was kind of let into like God's yeah. God's plans, right? Like maybe because he was walking with God, um, maybe because he was because he was walking with God, he was righteous and famous. So um, you already had him doing these things. That were like he wasn't mm. passive in his relationship with God, perhaps, right? Like he was very active in pursuing a relationship with God, walking with God. Like walking, that's actually a very like that's an active word, you know. He's not lying around talking. He's wa like walking, like it's an active word. He's not being passive in his relationship with God. He's walking with him. Um, so he's active in his relationship with God number one so rejecting that passivity i could see by walking with god now he's let into um he has like the proper like posture or awareness to realize that hey god god's doing something here things aren't right like this world is being is corrupt it's filled with violence and that's not how god intended it so he can see hey like some some kind of judgment is imminent um so as like nick said like Noah was let into mm -hmm. God's plans. Um, uh, did yeah. I like in verse fifteen? Uh, God gives the dimensions. Like when when we were at the ark, did anything stick out to you? Mm. <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was, about the scale of like, it. 
you read those numbers like 450 feet long yeah that like mm-hmm. that seems really long but then like yeah. 75 feet wide and 45 feet high like if you're gonna shove all the animals under like two pairs of all the animals onto the earth that doesn't seem very big like but you walk into the boat and you're like okay yeah you can you can fit a lot of people and animals in here yeah i remember um like there was a couple signs just like saying oh most like i don't know how they know this but i guess it's like an educated guess that like most like the big animals like the elephants or the giraffes like god provided younger ones that weren't fully grown yet so that it wouldn't cause too much you know like they wouldn't take up too much room so i never really thought about it like that because trying to fit like all like the huge animals in that when they're like fully grown kind of seems impossible but i think i think that's a pretty plausible explanation for how everything fit in there yeah i think yeah and well not just the i you know you know get people mad at us but uh you know not just the big animals like the elephants and giraffes but like the um like the dinosaurs too right so like yeah what did what like did they say stuff about the dinosaurs i don't remember but they They definitely did yeah they totally did like i think i remember so oh well i guess i'm gonna read this in my section oh can i just read my (laughs) section now because there's like stuff we're, we're, go, we're okay, bleeding into my section here, you know. Okay, so it says, look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that would destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring it. So, okay, you and your wife, one wife and your sons and their wives, bring a pair of every kind Every kind, okay, every kind. We've got to figure out what every kind means. Every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal, every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you and be kept alive. So I read that, the come to you, um, as like God is sending. Um, like that must have been a cool thing for Noah. It's like Noah didn't have to go up and like, Mm-hmm. gather all these animals really um he was just trusting with faith that god would provide the animals and that the animals will come to him and he was saying well hey i don't really think i can fit a big you know a big t-rex on here but hey i'm going to trust that god will send me a little a little juvenile you know that can like, stay on the ark for a i imagine time, right like the um, whole build up like just building the boat he's like he's got to have some doubts right but i just imagine like when that first an- pair of animal appears I, I bet you like all his doubts kind of just went away and he's like, Oh, this is really happening. Mm, yeah. Right. For sure. That would have been a cool, like, but man, like how long it would have been taking him so oh, long yeah. to build that boat. I, would... I bet. Right. Um, for the time it took from it. Like, I don't even know. Did at the arc, did they ever like give a time frame on like how long? I think, think in that one movie, him? they, they gave a timeline. I completely forget, but I think it was there. I think it. For some reason, I have I have this number in my head of forty I think years. Like that of could the be forty days and forty Earth was flooded. That's probably yeah. hey. That's probably where I got that from. So <laughs> don't take that as serious. But 
I, I was just reading ahead so, yeah. because this and is it, like a really cool story. And it, mm-hmm. like it says in chapter seven, verse six, like Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came to the earth. So like if it took him like 50 years, like he would have started this yeah. when he was 550 years old. Like that is unreal. I'm sure like human bodies were built differently back then, but still like 550 when you start building this thing, like that blows my mind. Yeah, I could see it being that. So it says after Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And it was, wasn't, I get the sense that it wasn't until after he had those three sons, because it says Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. And then God, like, you know, lets Noah into his plan. So it's like Shem, Ham, and Japheth well, they already were, had, they had I wives, think, already born. And they had wives. Like, hey, if you live, hey, if you live for, if you can live for like a thousand years, I mean, 30. what age do you get married? <laughs> happy, happy 500, an, 500, our 500 <laughs> anniversary, babe. Like, yeah. You'd really get to know someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, the, everything would be thrown. Like, if you lived for that long, like all the times, you know, like we have kind of a time in life. This is the time. Um, where you graduate, like you go to high, you go to university. This is the time where you uh, get married. This is the time where you have kids. This is the time where you retire. This is the time where um, you die. <laughs> you die. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like there's all those times, and that would just be yeah. that would be just thrown off completely. Um, yeah. And uh, anything else? Yeah. Anything else stick out to you, boys? On the section Mike read or even the section before that? I think something that stood out to me kind of in what Mike read and then what I read. Um, it just, it, it talks about not only how um, God was punishing mankind for what they've done, but they also punished um, like animals, like innocent birds and regular animals and that kind of stuff. So that just like, it kind of clicked with me that, Sometimes when we we're not responsible and we're not listening to God, sure we may know that what like our choices have consequences, but we rarely ever think about who or like who else it affects as well. And so I think that's something that is really like a big lesson in this one. So like we should be encouraged to to follow God not only for our sake, but because if we don't we're, we don't even know um, who the innocent people that we could affect if we don't listen to God. So that's just something that, that I um, thought of when I was reading through this. Hmm. So true, Bernsey. Good point. Hmm. So yeah, I, I got another saying. side point. Yeah. Imagine how, imagine how sick it would be to be a side point. A water creature. Yeah. Like you're just living flood comes. No big <laughs> deal. <laughs> Unless you're freshwater, then you're pretty screwed. But yeah, okay. So what about in terms, so let's talk more about um, accepting responsibility. Because I think that's a huge theme in this, in what we've read up to now. Like, okay, Noah's, you know, work to do, will to obey, woman to love and protect. Like, what were those three things? What were, were the responsibilities Noah had? Build a boat, 
It's one responsibility. That's so build a boat. I'm actually, I, I'm starting to realize I struggle with the difference between yeah. uh, work to do and will to obey. Like, how are those things different exactly? So the work to do, I think I would classify building a boat under yep. Noah's uh, work oh. to do. Like, wouldn't you guys? Yeah. But that's also. So then give. Okay. Sorry, is oh, that, yeah. what, so then what's God's will here? Okay. Yeah, so then what's God's will to obey? I don't know. It's like, oh, well, like, I don't know. Like, what's even, that made me think, well, what does it even mean? Like, what does God's will even mean? <laughs> I'm like, is that just, like, God's plan for your life? I don't know. Pastor Burns, you help us out here. The will to obey, I think, um, I think it just this is a obviously a huge point in Noah's life where he has to make a conscious decision whether or not to keep walking God, even walking with God, even if it means building this ginormous ark for no apparent reason, it seems like, or not wanting all that criticism and, you know, mockery that people would give him. Um, so I, I think the underlining message of this is, um, you know, don't really question God. If he tells you to do something, you do it. Um, even if, you know, not no one else will do it. If God's commanding you to do something, then that's what you're to listen to. So. So verse 22, I didn't read it, but it said, so Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. So sounds to me like whatever his will to obey was like, God did that, like God obeyed that, like God, I mean, sorry, Noah obeyed yeah. God mm-hmm. in that. Um, so it's like, I don't know, will to obey that could be something like grander, like, okay, at this time right now, your your work, like Adam's work in the garden was, hey, right now, it seems kind of simple, like a little less sophisticated, but you're supposed to just name all these animals and you're supposed to learn about my creation, be a steward over my creation. Like that was kind of Adam's work to do. And then Noah's work to do is like, Hey, I just want you, you know, it seems a little crazy, seems a little ridiculous, but I just want you to build this boat. But really my will for your life, my will for um, my plan for your life is to actually, um, well, in verse, in verse uh, 18, it says, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So, so Noah's going to be that guy. Noah's going to be that guy that allows, allows God's promise back in Genesis. It was two verse five, or Genesis three, verse 15. When, when God says to Eve, God says to Eve, um, you know, like some, someone will come like a descendant will come out of you to crush the head of the serpent. And like, that's, that is God's covenant promise. And, and then that covenant promise is going to be kept alive um, through Noah. So it's like, that's really like right now your work to do your work to do. It's, it seems silly. It seems weird. Like I just want you to build this boat, but your will to obey like is much larger i don't know that's where i'm thinking like is will to obey like my will for your life is really so much more than just building this I, I like i always thought of will to like, obey as in you know how long 
can this guy obey? Like what, what's like the breaking point of how much he can do or not. And so it clearly shows that Noah's will to obey is pretty high. If he can um, build an ark, which I'm assuming he's never done before, but build an ark to the exact dimensions that, that God has called him to. Hmm. So it's okay. not it's so not like will God's will on your life, but it's like okay. your okay. I don't like I don't know what another word is, but your willingness. But that uses the word will, so that's not a good definition. But how much? Yeah, how much you're willing to? No, obey. I like I like that. Um. Okay, so work to do. Anyways, that seems simple, straightforward to us. That hey, you got this responsibility um, to build a boat. Um, maybe we'll get back to you guys about what we think um, the will the will to obey is here um, and then uh, yeah so do, 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 do. okay we got to talk with this we just got to so God says bring a pair of every kind of animal a male and a female into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood so it says every kind like what's a kind species I want to talk with that does that mean like two of a bird or like two blue jays, two orioles, two eagles, that kind of stuff? That's that's a good question. Hmm. Didn't we learn something? Yeah. Didn't, I thought we learned I this think... the, at the Ark Encounter. I got to be careful here. Okay, cool. Uh, worries are gone. <laughs> oh, um, don't worry. I'm pretty sure like they said... Um, like there's only like say like bears for example, like there was no, there wasn't much variation or so there's bears yeah. and then there's like polar bear, grizzly bear, brown bear, sun bear, you know panda bear. There's only like I'm pretty sure this they brought one bear, and then over the years, as the the population like in North America is on its own, they turn into like the grizzly bear and stuff. So like there wasn't like a ton of ton of different species that we now think of as species, if what I'm saying makes sense to you guys. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly what we learned at the ark, right? Is that there's there's kind of like a kind would be like one one bear, whatever that kind is like. Maybe it's the maybe it's the grizzly bear that like just in this grizzly bear they are the kind like they have the gene pool in them to differentiate and form a polar bear like in the right environment um so so we don't like we don't believe in like from a fish to a like, human you know from one species like you know yeah like we don't we don't believe that in evolution um yeah between yeah. different species but within us within a kind yeah. uh, we can a lot of different variations uh god well god's incredibly um clever and like you see those variations in those kinds that come out depending on like the nature of the environment they're in um so that's what we think a kind of so actually there's a lot less animals that need to fit on the boat than you might realize it's kind of the point yeah. of that burns you got anything to add from a, a little more educated perspective than me and mike oh no i just think we should go on Mythbusters and just <laughs> drop some knowledge here yeah. yeah, I I don't remember exactly what it talked about on the arc, but I I I'd say that's 
like that's basically what i remember there being Sweet. whether or not like that's the truth is like another story but yeah i remember like at the arc like at in kentucky they kept on saying like we used what is it creative license or something yeah creative license like uh when like the building words? the boat like yeah yeah because like they give like go ahead well, one thing that was weird was that they had uh yeah. all the so they had noah's sons uh like each of those three yeah. like i think they had them represent a different yeah. like human race so that was a little bit like okay yeah that was creative license there but they were they were just trying to show that um from noah came all of the uh-huh. human like races as we know um and i mean really that just kind of supports like who like i think that would solve a lot of like the um like i don't know what racism in our society whatever like if we yeah. if everyone just knew hey we came from one human family like one father noah then i mean that would like you think that would solve that uh one of the worst things about that creative licensing they just they made up so like three different stories for noah's son's wives yeah it just like i remember one was like a runaway slave or something and then (laughs) noah like rescued her and protected her and then married her off in his family like that's a joke i hate that yeah it's so funny i don't even remember that that's good uh, though like the creative license Sorry, I was, I think I was the, one more. Like the creative license is cool. Yeah, like go ahead, Nick. when they took their liberty to like design their the living quarters and like yeah. how that would have looked. So like some areas, yeah, the creative license may not have been the biggest hit, but seeing like how th- their best guess at what their living quarters would look like was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's Genesis six. Yeah, that we've read. Um, looking at. Noah, we got to learn, we got to learn some things about Noah here. Like we got to learn that, you know, God favored Noah, um, that God saw Noah as righteous and blameless, I think because of his faith. And we'll see, you know, him building this boat really though that work shows his faith. Um, and then Noah, uh, walked with God. Um, so he was, he was, he was active in that sense in his relationship with God. He's rejected his passivity and he's active in his relationship with God. And then we learn, hey, Noah is a father. Um, fatherhood, that's something important to um, the Jivu boys mission and stuff. So that was just a point. And then Noah, Noah, of course, heard from God, was given a work to do. Hey, build this boat. Okay, now he has a responsibility um, and he accepts. We see him accept that responsibility. Um, Noah then, so he, yeah, he heard from God. And then he obeyed that last line there, verse 22. Um, really always strikes me. Uh, Noah obeyed God exactly. Um, so whatever his will mm-hmm. to obey was, um, he did a good job obeying that will, um, which we'd like to figure out a little more exactly pinpoint what Noah's will to obey is, but maybe that will come out in like future episodes. Um, so boys, what do you think? Yeah. I don't know. I think we might be... Uh, I'm looking forward to doing the, the other, podcast, yeah. but... other ones with this. I think it kicks us out after 60 minutes, right, Mike? Sounds like Burns, you got some oh, chili. Okay. <laughs>
we could just we actually oh that's we could hear your you mom for a second chill, so yeah. it was yes sir you yeah, heard that just, yeah dang that's a good mic <laughs>